What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and theringer.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Circle and a group chat. Hello and welcome everybody to It Was All a Stream on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. I'm Jomi Dineron and I'm here with Zach Peter. We're recapping the Circle Season 5 and today we're talking about episodes 9 through 12. The Batch right before the finale. And stay tuned after this conversation for our interview with Jennifer, a.k.a. Brett and Zanthi. Zach, how are you feeling so far? I don't even know how to feel right now. I feel like my head is spinning. There are twists and turns every damn week, Jomi. I feel like right when I feel like I have a pulse on the game and I know what's going to happen, there's a plot twist. And then like this week, like my favorites are no longer my favorites or they're more my favorites. And the people that I didn't like, I'm like, wow, I'm actually coming around to them. Like, I don't even know how to prepare for the circle because I feel like every week we just get a new, a new twist and turn somewhere. These last four episodes have Wild. fulfilled me in a way that I did not think the circle had it in it this season. But Wild. every twist and turn was let's just get right into it, right? First thing that happens right off the bat, yes. Jennifer becomes the hacker, and they're able to choose another player's profile and start a private chat. Like when I saw that. I was I didn't know exactly where they were going to go with it, but I was like, you gave this to the right people, Shuby. Well done. Well done. He did one thing right. <laughs> he on his way out, you know, is like, hey, it's me. Shuby. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Shuby, Shuby. Brother Circle. They couldn't believe it. And on his way out, he had to drop another bomb and gave everybody the info on the newbie revolution. And that did not go well 
at all. No, that really came back to bite everybody in the butt because it made it sound so much more insidious than it actually was. Where it, he, I mean, he should have just. I, the, obviously, we know the full context, right? He tried to make yeah. it happen. Everyone was like, nope, sorry, you're on your own. But now it made it look like everybody really was trying to band together to take out the originals. Which is puts people in a tough position. Even Tom is like, Tom was in the chat coming from Marvin and, you know, talks about how he defended Sasha in the blocking, da-da-da. Like, it just sets off a chain reaction that ripples through these last four, these last four episodes. And so Jen and Tamira have a chat, but that doesn't go well because Tamira doesn't understand why Jen called her the most two-faced. And she's not understanding that at all. At all. Dumb. Like, get over it. It's really not that serious. Like, you're picking a fight with an old lady. Come on. <laughs> Dumb. It doesn't, it doesn't really make any sense because, you know, you should, you should always make nice with people, especially Auntie Jen, right? Like, it doesn't really, it doesn't behoove you to have enemies in this game. Right, that's the thing. You can go around and not have like the strongest of alliances, but once you have enemies, now you have people gunning for you. Now people like actively want to send you home the way Tom wants to send Marvin home. Like it's right. the one thing on his mind. Why Tamara was fighting this so hard? I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's really yeah. Make nice. Like at this point, you came into the game late, so you just need to make nice. Try to make some friends and hope for the best because you don't have a strong chance of winning because you haven't had enough time to make these deeper connections. And I feel like yeah. Tamara was actually pretty good in the game considering she came in late. Yeah. That picking a fight with Auntie Jen, who's one of the most likable people in the circle, you know, I'm just like, I didn't get why she was going so hard. Made, made no sense to me. Then we got Tom go to Raven to talk about Marvin. And Tom spills his guts. I was like, hey, Marvin came to me. You know, he was sharing the pictures. For, or he was talking about the pictures he got from Tamara in the chat. And I was just like, oh, boy. If Marvin wasn't cooked before, he's for sure donezo now. I just, I don't understand why we keep trying to make it look like they were trading nudes. Like, it really was, like, <laughs> these were all, like, pre-vetted photos that, like, it wasn't, a, we were trading some spicy photos. Like, what spice, like, there was nothing spicy about these photos that Mar Marvin hasn't already showed us that, like, I don't know. I thought we were, we were really hyping up those photos and making them sound a lot worse than they actually were. Nothing that won't get past an Instagram, you know, AI. Like, exactly. it's all good. Raven is still upset, and she is out on Marvin. But Marvin, he's still trying to make inroads. He's trying to atone. And he goes to Chaz. He's like, my boy, like, how, how can I get her to forgive me? Yeah, how can I make Raven forgive me? And, like, I mean, it's cool. Like, I understand. Like, I kind of feel like, I mean, Chaz was really cool about it. Chaz was like, hey, yeah, we'll talk. We'll go through. Personally, I kind of would have loved Marvin to like figure this out on his own, but you know, whenever he can get help, whenever he can get advice, you know, and she shout out to Chess. He was really great about it. I mean, I just, Marvin is a frustrating character because I don't know whether he really is this dumb or <laughs> there is a lot more strategy to him. Like I, I want to believe that there's more strategy and thought being put into a lot of these things, but I'm just like, how do you not know that you should go and apologize to both of them? And like, just at least try to make it right or just be honest from the get go. Or like, I don't know, there are so many different, better ways that Marvin could have played this and he 
just continues to make himself look dumb. And he, I don't think he's that dumb. I really don't believe it. I don't buy it. No, we'll got to get, we'll get to Marvin in a second. But first, Jennifer goes to the inner circle and she's ready to send her message as the hacker. They choose to be Chaz and talk to Sam because they know about the husband and the wifey part of the relationship, which may or may not come back. And they say Sasha went to see Chaz last night and incriminated Tamira in the newbie revolution. And Sam is just ready to eat all that gossip up. Look, we'll, you know, we know what happens later in the, the four episodes, but in the moment, it's a smart play, right? You incriminate Tamira, somebody who's been beefing with you for a little bit. You is know, it a Sam. Smart play though. I think, look, like, I mean, for to get for them, right? Only person they've got Tom on their side. They like Chaz. Raven and Sam are, you know, not really, you know, I mean, again, big players, but ultimately like not somebody you want to piss off. In the moment, Tamir is the person they have the most beef with, with the newbie revolution being outed by Shuby on his way out. You then go, okay, we can get the person who has the most beef with us out of here. And using that relate Chaz and Sam's relationship, she's not going to question it. She's not going to, you know, deep it. Hopefully, right? They don't know the hackers just, are going to get revealed later, you know? So they, right, right, in their right. head, they're thinking like, this will slide, this will work, no problem. Ultimately, doesn't quite fall out that way. But in the moment, I'm like, oh, it's, not a, it's not a bad strategy. I didn't love the strategy because I'm like, of all the players in the circle, Tamara, even though we don't get along with her, She's not the biggest threat. And we know she's likely not going to win at the end of this. She's not going to win enough. She doesn't have enough allies. Like, she just wasn't a strong enough player. I think we should have gone after one of the core, you know, OGs that's been in here since day one that has a lot of friends and has a, a lot of alliances. Rather than spilling some tea to incriminate a newbie, I think we should have caused some friction amongst some of the others. I see it. All right, I see it. Or at least plant some seeds, right? At yeah. least start to cast the doubt. Tamara was not worth the investment to me. Mm. And obviously, Chaz and Sam talk all the time. So I was like, at some point, they're going to talk about this conversation with this big tea spilling session. Like, there's no way this doesn't <laughs> come out at some point. Like, there was just too much tea between two of the closest players that, like, I was like, they're going to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Think about uh, it. If you and your best friend had a conversation and there was a big revelation while you're in this game mm -hmm. together, you're not going to have that conversation. You're, you're not going to circle back to that at some point. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, I think that's why the game is played the way the game is played. And you, you, you say there's a hacker because ultimately, like, that would happen, right? They would have a conversation. Right. It, it, we don't know how long that would take. You know, so the game speeds it up. Game's like, hey, there's a hacker. Think about all the conversations you had in the last 24 hours. Who would you talk to? Who would you not talk to? You know, and so that ultimately is their, their downfall. But we will get to that. Right now, Marvin starts a private chat, and he's doing his best to apologize to Raven like Chaz told him to. He is honest, and he, you know, spills all his guts to Raven. But ultimately, she... Still doesn't trust him. She forgives him, but she still, still doesn't trust him. I think that's the right move from Raven right there in that moment. She's too forgiving. You and I letting that slide, Zach? 
I'm just like, no, the, no, I, well, I mean, I think part of it is her fault. She should have navigated her own expectations, but I just feel like, I don't know, Marvin, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like trash garbage, get out of my face. I'm not even, I don't even want to look at you. <laughs> I'm ranking you in the bottom every single week and you're done. Send wow. back my nudes. <laughs> Tasteful Instagram photos. <laughs> Right for uh, the Netflix public, yeah. Now and then he goes out and he, you know, tells Shamir the same thing, like, "Hey, my fault. You know, I, I had the thing with Raven. I shouldn't have been out, to, you know, outside with you. That's my bad." You know, Tamira just like, "Oh, yeah, it's cool, man. No problem. Sure, she's not really, not really worried about it at all." Then Raven tries to set up Oliver and Chaz, and that's just the whole thing. Listen, listen, we're trying to have fun. It's a single season. Why not? Why not? But nobody's actually single. <laughs> and here Chaz is doing the same thing Marvin was doing by leading Oliver on. Listen, what did what was Chaz saying? Like his his, uh, his fiance, listen, he was like, please forgive me. I'm sorry, but I have to do this. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Could you imagine your 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 husband to be going on a television show? And just pretending to be single for, for two weeks. Listen, if he was going to bring back that fat paycheck, mm. I would say suck someone's dick. Get us the money. <laughs> Get the bag by any means necessary. Bag. I don't even care if it's a producer. I don't care what you got to do, who you got to do it with. What happens in the circle stays, stays in, the circle, in the circle. And you got me to come home to. As long as I'm the bag prize, is gone. Bring another one. Yeah. Mm. I love that. That's that, that's, that, that's that winning mindset right there. And That's if it was enjoyable, maybe we'll have a threesome, you know? Go hey, for it. you know, hey, whatever <laughs> works, whatever works, you know? It's ratings time. They all need to rate each other. And Marvin still puts Raven number one. You know, you got to give Marvin credit, man. Like, he, he messed up, he fumbled <sighs> the bag incredibly. By the end of the day, he did what he said he was going to do. You got to respect that. You have to respect it just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he definitely earned a little bit of redemption, for sure. He apologizes. He puts Raven first because that's his queen. I just want to know how many queens he has back at home. <laughs> that's my real question. I'm sure I'm sure right now they're all like, hey, man, they're all in the, on the, the Reddit threads, on the Twitter feeds, like, hey, bro, oh, yeah. what about me? You know that there are at least five other women who are like, I know Marvin, and he played me too, and I bet you anything he was texting all these other hoes, and you know, you're know, you right. There is a Reddit thread out there. Gotta be. It's tough. The circle tells everybody about the hacker, and Sam is like, she's not even thinking about it not being Chad. She's like, yeah, but I told Jen about, she's the only one who knows about the husband and wifey stuff, and she's kind of putting it together. The puzzle pieces are starting to come together in her mind. At that point, I was like, wow, Sam, smart. Lock in, Sam. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's that detective work I like to see. Yes, you know? she was really putting in that detective work. Loved it. Let's get to the ratings at eight. Not Marvin. It's Tamira. I was, I was so sure Marvin would be last. I was so sure he'd be at the bottom. But he's second to the last. He's seven. Jen from third in the last rating, all the way to six in this one. Tom at five, 
Oliver at four. Yeah, just way too high. <laughs> Oliver was way too high. Way like too there was high. no reason for him to be that high in the game. Like, why did we even give him that much of a chance? Last ninth place. Chaz at three, Sam at two, and number one overall, Raven at the top. What do you think of these rankings? I mean, I'm not surprised. To me, it's a little boring that it's so predictable that we know Sam, Chaz, and Raven are just always going to be at the top. Um, they have their little family. I was shocked by Tom and Auntie Jen falling down so low, mm-hmm. considering they were both much higher in the last rating. But, I mean, not surprised, though. I mean, I was the, the only thing that really surprised me was Marvin, or not Marvin, um, Oliver being so high in the rankings. Yeah. Yeah, that's Marvin, I expected to be in the bottom. Tamara, I knew was always going to be at the bottom. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, Oliver being four caught me. I was like, what? Like, he just got here. Like, to be rated over Tom, Jennifer, and maybe even Tamara. Like, I was like, God dang, that's nuts. Ultimately, that's where the cookie crumbled in this rating. Now, Sam and Chaz got to talk. They got to talk because Sam was like, we had the conversation about the thing. And so Chad was like, uh, I didn't talk to you that day. And when Sam realized that the talk with Chaz made her doubt Tamira, she was like, oh, it's Auntie Jen. Boom. Free. Auntie oh. Jen, come to the chat. Come to the circle. We got to talk. We are, this season, we are not afraid of calling people out. We no? just do shots fired at every <laughs> single moment, straight out. Like, we don't even try to catch anybody. We just are straight out. It's like, we got to talk. And Jen, Jen is like, oh, no, nah, see, what had happened was in the, in, in the, in the group chat, I had, I had, you know, dispelled that information. You know, I had told uh, other people that you guys were husband and wifey, so... You know, that's, I saw me. Sam, eh, it's not falling. He's like, no, she's a liar. <laughs> she's a liar. But then Chaz does and suspects Tom. And then Jen tries to put it on Oliver. And, and Chaz is like, oh, I got it. I'm like, Chaz, my boy, what's going, what's going on? <laughs> like, how are, how are you not seeing it? It's right there. I mean, it, yeah. And, uh, <sighs> Auntie Jen was smart and played the game very well. Mm-hmm. Even <sighs> in the lies, like the web of lies that she was spinning. Because even Sam was like, there's no way that she told them about the wifey and husband thing because that happened after the, the, the right? newbie revolution. Like she was putting the timeline together. She was piecing everything. It was like an episode of Law & Order SVU and she was not letting anything slide. Mariska Hargitay came to play. <laughs> Sam was in her bag right there. Like, she had the whole thing out. She was like, it's got to be Jennifer. It can't be anybody else. And Chad's like, well, hold on. You know, it could be could I would have done something to try to frame, and I think Courtney did this. I would have done something to try and frame one of the OGs and then tried to get people to speculate who the hacker was, knowing that I framed somebody else. Mm. Frame Raven. Wow, man, you're not, you not, you you really didn't come to make friends in the circle. You came to win. No, I came to win. I just told my future-to-be husband to suck somebody's dick to bring home the paycheck. <laughs> Jomi, if I'm in the game, I'm in it to win it. I understand. I understand. I understand. We can't play it nice. Can't. 
That's why I'm too. That's why I can't go. I'm too soft. I've been in that thing like, man, I feel you, my brother. I understand. You know, my chest hurts for you. Here's the number one ranking. Go win that hundred thousand dollars, my boy. You know, I'll just make my money on Instagram selling flat tummy tea. Don't worry about me. There we you know? go. Gotta have a backup plan. All right. So Sam and Raven gotta block somebody. Raven wants to get Marvin about it. There, she's seen enough. <laughs> she's not having it. Sam is thinking about blocking Jen, but Raven doesn't do that because you know they're unsure about what is going on in that moment. And so ultimately, we saw it coming a mile away. Marvin's going back to the cribbo. This is one where I I saw this and I was like, Zach's not going to like this one. I was surprised. I didn't think Marvin was going to go home. Like I really thought they were going to send home Auntie Jen. Mm. I was going to be heartbreaking, like heartbroken had they actually done that. But I was not expecting Marvin to go. I thought take out the bigger player. Like I just didn't see how Marvin was a threat to anybody to eliminate him at this point. So for me, it it was one of those things where I'm looking at it and I see, okay, Marvin always puts Raven number one, right? If I'm Raven, you keep that guy around at all times, right? right? Despite the duplicitous fact, despite the fact that he was out there wilding, you have somebody who no matter what, at every opportunity, will rank you number one. You got to keep them here. And you don't know what's going on with Jen, but you don't know where she ranks you. You you don't know where she puts you. I would send them home, you know? I would send Tom home. Like there's... So much, especially more considering we thought one of them was the hacker. Exactly, that to me was the obvious choice was one of them, and I was so sad because I was like, I don't want Tom or Auntie Jen to go home. Yeah, but and we're thinking strategically. That's who you sent home if you're Raven and Sam. Ultimately, he didn't come to that. Marvin is at the crib. He goes to see Raven, and you know, it's it's a nice it's a nice little reunion thing. Like you know, it's like oh. My, he's like apologizing. Zach, like, you're not having it. You're not having any of it. Because <laughs> I don't believe he was ever really into Raven. I think it was all a farce to get him to the end. I don't think he was, I don't think he was into any of them. Yeah. I think he, you know, I think he's a natural flirt. I think he just, you know, he likes to play the field because he's one of those guys that likes that all the girls are into him rather than him actually being into anyone else. Mm. He likes the ego stroke. Chaz is not happy that they block Marvin. Chaz, he brings up the Newbie Revolution. Sack Chaz profile. was smart. Yeah. Chaz is like, come on, obvious. Yeah, right. And everyone is completely overreacting about it, right? At this moment. It's it's a lot. And it yeah. got to the point where even the gen hacking has backfired now because Chaz and Sam are completely guarded and don't want to trust any of the new players. Except Tamir, because why yeah. would Tamir do that to herself, right? So every single person who was not no G for Sam and Chaz are like on the outs. And I, it's, I don't know. I I understand, you you know, at this point in the game where you're so close to the end and you could see the hundred thousand dollars in front of you and you just got blindsided by hacking why you would, you know, close yourself off and be like, yeah, we're not really messing with the new people at, at the moment. Right. But man, like you got to get people to vote for you. Like there's some people who's gonna who are gonna be there at the end, right? You have to be able to get them get your on numbers, your side, yeah. right? You know. So I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens in the finale. But closing yourself off there, like right, right there near the end. I don't know if I would have done that personally, but 
you know, that's why I'm here and they're there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Tom tries to make things better with Chaz. Says Jen revealed the nicknames in the group, which, you know, she didn't. But then Tom is like, hey, Jen didn't do that. Oh, my God. Jen is the hacker. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And that's, that's Tom's girl. Like, that's Tom's ride or die. And so for Jen not to tell Tom about being the hacker, he feels some type of way about it. I mean, as you should. I mean, here's the thing. They were, Auntie Jen could never out tell anybody that she was the hacker. I mean, I guess if she wanted or she trusted um, Tom enough, she could have been like, okay, this is the situation. I was the hacker. I'm just giving you a heads up because I got you, you got me, whatever. But like, that's not the natural thing to do. You're going to keep your cards close to the chest. Anybody that was the hacker was not going to tell anybody else that they were the hacker. So Tom can't be all that surprised. I mean, I understand him feeling a little taken aback by it once he put the pieces together, but he couldn't have been that surprised by it. No, I I completely agree. I think, you know, you got to understand it's a game. Those are things that you want to keep close. So beans don't spill. It all, I mean, again, like it didn't work out the way they hoped, but at the same time, Tom, you got to understand, like telling you might cause a problem for them. And so, right. If anything, like, again, I'm not there. I'd be like, oh, snap, bro. I think I would want to Jen be like, I think they might have figured you out. Yeah. We, you know, we're a team, da, da, da. But clearly he didn't take it that way. Right. He took it offensively, which was kind of dumb. I mean, it's a game at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. We're all trying to play to win. Mm-hmm. Anybody that would have been given the opportunity to hack somebody else's player would have thought about their own game and would have played a smart strategy to help them make it to the end exactly exactly we got the dress to impress with tan france they have to style a mannequin that <laughs> it reminded me of the the makeup challenge from season two yeah. you know except that uh emily aka jack didn't sell themselves with the with the makeup <laughs> with the with the you know the style you know there was uh, no like there was no obvious uh you know right bad bad uh, mannequin i don't know why we couldn't redo the the makeup challenge so here's the thing right tamira came in as a makeup uh exactly. stylist, right so taisha would have been i don't know what her makeup skills are like but that might have been close i might have been pushing it a little bit that would have exposed her i thought that that was a better chance because nobody in the game had any like real style they weren't any like fashion experts yep. so to me it just it didn't really i don't know. i mean i get it we were trying to promote you know it's netflix you're trying to do a crossover promote tan's show like fine cool got it but like at least do something more interesting or like make um i don't know i was gonna say make them do some sort of like cooking thing for anthony's <laughs> show i just thought the fashion one was dumb i mean it, they had some cute styles but most of them were garbage well the only person he really leveled into was Tom. It's like, Tom, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. How dare you saw my eyes with this? This is just abysmal. And I was like, my God. Awful. My God. It was pretty bad. It wasn't. It was, it, it was warranted. It was a warranted beating. Yeah, but he didn't go hard on anybody he else. He should have gone harder. Yeah, everybody else was like, hey, yeah. this is cool. He should have gone harder at a lot of some of the other outfits because they were all pretty rough. Who was the, what was the worst one? Aside from Tom. Who was I, I the mean, worst Tom's. One? <laughs> Um, 
I mean, they were all pretty bad. I liked Auntie Jen's. Yeah. And I liked, um, I mean, I thought Chaz's was fine. I didn't think it was like winner status, but Mm. it was cute. Yeah. Chaz went and won. And he got to take Sam on a on a date, wifey and husband date. It's real nice, you know. After all the hacker stuff, you know, just to sit back and relax and talk to the person you're closest with in the circle. I'm sure it was just I'm a great. It. I'm over them. Divorce. No. What? What? No. Why? Just to make it spicy. Oh, of course. Just to make things interesting. God forbid. I like plot twists. God forbid anybody be happy in the circle. Everybody love and, you know, kumbaya, you know? Yeah, this, sec- this second batch, was a l- there was a little too much love going on. <laughs> it was way too much love. And I was like, no, we need a little more deception. Need, need some spice. Speaking of... Tom Bring Conf- back Shuby. Tom Conf- Bring back Sasha. <laughs> Tom confronts Jen. She's like, hey, what's up? <sighs> what, what happened? Brett immediately is like, let's, let's, let's lie. Let's not tell him. Xanthi's like, no, no, no. Let's tell back. him the truth. Let's be real. In that moment, I was screaming on my TV, you got to be honest. Be honest. At that moment, yes, I agree. You have to. Tom's out. I, I was totally with Xanthi. Only because if you would have lied to Tom, it was going to come out at some point. So the best thing is to be like, yes, I was playing a game. I was trying my best. I, I'm being honest with you now. I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to drag you into my mess. I didn't realize they were also going to turn on you. Yeah. Honesty in this case was the best policy, especially knowing Tom's character, right? He's really big about, you know, honesty. He's been vulnerable with the group. He's been more himself. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I was so glad that they ended up telling him the truth because like you said, that's how Tom would respond to that. He like, he's already basically figured it out. Like that was Anthony's thing. And it's like, I've already got it figured out, man. Like at this point, you might as well. You might as well oh, no. tell him the full truth. Tom eh, doesn't. He doesn't take it quite in stride. There's a little hurt by it, you know. That again, they didn't tell him right off the bat, and you know he just talked to Chaz, right? And so he's like, "What do I tell Chaz? I got a good relationship with Chaz. I'm supposed to be best friends with Auntie Jen. He's torn, you know, which I think is kind of weird because you sell, you sold your soul to Auntie Jen. Like at this point." Ride the wave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Chaz is cool. You got that on the side. But really, Auntie Jane's your main friend, your main person in the circle. Why even right. think about, you know, anybody else at this moment? Auntie Jen's your wifey. Right? Well, I don't know if, I don't know if Tom's her husband. I, you know, I don't, think that's, <laughs> I don't think it's a one-to-one comparison. And I thought you didn't like the wife and the, and the husband. You want them to be at odds. You want divorces everywhere. In the circle. I do. I like divorces. <laughs> it's a lot of love. You mentioned it. It's a love day. Uh, Everybody's so up. gushy. Everybody's like, oh, I love you so much. Everybody's so happy. You know, it's nice and beautiful. Chaz opens a, t- a chat with Tom and Jen. It's like, hey, my fault. You know, I'm sorry I accused you guys. That's all me. You know, we just want to get through this thing and see the end. And Tom feels just awful. Just awful. Not a bad bone in that guy's body. How dare <laughs> how dare he? He's just felt so bad. He's like, oh God, my chest. How dare somebody come in here and play a game to Tom? Tom just cannot understand it. Cannot understand it. 
Yes. You know, he's definitely come around. I think because he let his guard down. And obviously when he came in, he was so focused on like being the jokester and kind of, you know, just keeping everything very surface that once he'd let people in, now he's like starting to, he forgot that like you're in the game and you need to go and win the cash prize. That's the point. We all came in the game. Like there's no point in playing a game if you're just going to have fun. It's fun to win. 100%, 100%. And now an episode 12 staple. It's time for the family videos. Everybody got a nice little, you know, emotional video from their family members and or their significant others. Which one stood out to you in this segment? I mean, they were all pretty boring. I'm not going to lie. Ah. But I will say, <laughs> but anyway, I will say, um, it was, we spent a little too much time on the families, but I will say I did appreciate Sam's grandma yeah. because she came in with her little moo-moo and she got her <laughs> little fancy hat on and she was ready for her moment. Even though like we could have placed the camera like a little bit higher and got like a good like eye level, like the producer should have coached them a little bit more, but grandma came to slay. She had her little outfit on. I'm like Tan France would hate it. And I love that. It's bad. I'm a fan of the moo-moo. Honestly. She had her little hat on there. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got accessorized. For me, you know, the, it, Brett's dad, you know, coming in with the defense with oh, championships, yeah. that was that was fun. Because a lot of it, you know, it's always, like, emotional. You haven't seen family in a while. You feel soft in my chest. I'm like, ah. But that one, you know, a little bit of levity, a little bit of fun. I really enjoyed that that one. It was really good. He's yeah, got like who a— Who doesn't love a good Delph? Yeah. He's got, like, a big mansion in the background. That's why I, that's where I get Brett gets it from, man, you know? Man, he, he used to like a, a different life. I don't know how he scooped up with Xanthi these weeks. That man looks like he got a, you know, he likes his space. I know. Are they sharing a room? I don't think so. No, no. They, this, that's the big room. That was a room last season where the Spice Girls shared. Spice Girls, Mel mm-hmm. B and um, uh, the other one, <laughs> Baby Spice. <laughs> that's the room they shared. Uh, last season, so I think there's two there's two bedrooms in there. Two bedrooms. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be nuts. Could you imagine? Like, hey, you know, you guys both got eliminated on day one. Now, not only have you have to share a profile, not only have to share a space, you have to share a bed together. Enjoy that. Good luck. That that's literally there's like animes that like have that plot line. You know, that's a romantic comedy right there. Netflix, you're listening. Yeah. That's a romantic comedy, right? <laughs> They're on a game show. You have to share a bed. At first, they bicker. Oh, man. Why won't Brett put the food away after he's done eating? I cannot believe it. Xanthi, you're always sitting down with your feet on the couch. I hate your feet on the couch. And ultimately, after two weeks, of you get yeah. to the end of the game show, and they find out that you know it's not about the money. It's about the love you found along the way. Dumb. Wow. Dude. Listen, Netflix, you know how to great reach me. Great idea. You have no, my great email. Idea. Listen, great romantic idea. comedies are not difficult. They're all they're all the same. They're all very yeah. formulaic. Let's call me. You have my email. Let's let's talk numbers. Let's you talk would do numbers. it? Would you do that type of game show? Absolutely. 100%. Dating show? Well, you would do it. Here's the thing, right? You know. Ah. I would listen. I would. I don't think I'd do that one because I don't know if I can share. Well, actually, that's not true because I I would do Love Island, and like that's the first thing you do is you couple up, and now you have to sleep in the bed with somebody for six weeks. Although instead of being in Atlanta, you get to go to like Majorca, you know, and like I would I would do that, you know, I get to be on a beach 
by the pool okay. for six weeks. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different, but again, Netflix, holla at your boy, right? Mm-hmm. It's another ratings. They got a rate, and but this time, a person in last is automatically blocked. There's no, unless there is an influencer, but we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. This moment super, in time, super secret, this moment in time, the person in last place is automatically blocked. You know, people have their, you know, obviously, Chaz and Sam put each other first, you know, to save themselves. Tom puts Jennifer first because that's their ride or die. But Jennifer puts Tom last. And in the moment, I did not understand this at all. Yeah. At all. Zach, can you help me understand what was going on? Because, like, I think I got it, but it it didn't make sense in real time. I was so lost. It killed me because I was like, no, like Tom is such a good guy and he is so conflicted with you right now because, you know, he feels so loyal, but then he's also having to like, you know, keep that you were the hacker from the other members. Mm -hmm. And it just, it broke my heart, but I get it in the sense that they knew if anybody else was going to be at the bottom with them, it was going to be Tom. So might as well throw Tom under the bus and and guaranteed that if if he's going to go down, he's the one that goes down over us. I like the strategy, but I think I would have rather have thrown like Tamara or Oliver down there because they were obviously going to be ranked low as well. I would have put Tom number one. That way he didn't end up in the bottom because that's my point. If I have to go, at least I have Tom moving forward. Um, I would not have done that to poor Tom. That's what I, I just, I wouldn't have. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Where's you've, the loyalty? Where is it? Because you've got, you've already got beef with Tamira, right? Oliver is a non-factor. Why set up Tom in the so I'm sure Tom's gonna watch this back and be like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe this. I put my life on the line for this person. <laughs> and they voted me last to save their skin. But like trying to rationalize it, I'm like, okay, so maybe they think we're at the bottom. It's us yeah. or Tom. We'd rather it be Tom than us. Ultimately, it works out because Tom is the one that gets blocked. But Shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe Shocked. that Gambit worked. Like, what? I was like, what? Like, they should have put uh, Tamara at the bottom because I feel like Tamara had a good chance at going home. But I think they were like, the OGs know about the hack. Mm-hmm. They know it's Auntie Jen. Yeah. They know Tom and Auntie Jen are ride or die. So I think they were predicting to both be in the bottom. And they're like, well, save ourselves. Yeah. I think at that, well, I mean, smart, smart. But like, here's the thing. You've already played such a bad game. Or like you've played, yeah, a bad game at this point. That like you're not going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. So at least give Tom, who has a chance, a chance to go forth. I think that was the most <sighs> shocking blocking we've had so far. I mean, Marvin was pretty shocking. Really? Because I was expecting them to send home Tom or Auntie Jen. I, and I like I, mean, I talked about it last week. It was it was the one of those things where his game had cooked. And once I saw that Raven was in that the the top two influences, I was like, Yeah, it's this time. You know. Sam didn't have everything on Auntie Jen and Tom at the moment. She was heated, but she didn't have the entire uh thing. And like we talked about Raven plays the game on just emotion and just yeah. there's no not a ton of strategy there so 
I'm like, oh yeah, Marvel's for sure going home. Goodbye, see ya. And ultimately, that's how went. That's how it went down. That makes sense. Tom, I did not expect all the other players to rank Tom that low, though. That's true. I really thought Tom would have ended up somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. and Tamara would have gone, or Oliver. Like I'm just like, why are people voting high for Oliver? Like, what is the point in keeping him around? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. But hey, Tom gets blocked, and he's like, I gotta go see somebody. Who else would he see? Except his great old friend, Auntie Jen, who turns out it's not Auntie Jen at all. It's Brent and Xanthi. And they share like a big group hug, and it's all love and happiness. And they like literally, Brett and Tom like get on the couch and they grab each other and they hug so hard. It's it's honestly beautiful. You don't like the love, but I was touched. I was touched. I mean, it was touching. It was a little less touching knowing that they're the reason Tom ended up going home. But I, <laughs> poor Tom, you know Tom's watching this back and he's just like, oh, I six. but it's okay. That's how the game works. Like, you know Tom was just going to take it yeah. and and let them not win because they're not going to win. There's no way Auntie Jen wins this game. It was funny. Xanthi's like, I was the, you know, mom, you know, the, the flirty Auntie yeah. Jen. And Brett was the the witty, you know, witty. smart. And I was like, oh, man, you guys are they're locked in. Locked in on both sides, don't you, Jen? And it's nice and beautiful. And Tom, sayonara. We'll see you in the finale. But we're left with one little itty-bitty piece of information. That the secret, super secret influencer, the highest rated person, is able to block the last person in the circle. And that super secret influencer is none other than Chaz. Told Shocker. you. I told you, Zach. Chaz is a, he's, he's running this game a little bit. A little bit. Who do you think he's going to eliminate? Mm. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Here's, I th- okay, here's, here's what I, I think is going home. Here's who I think should go home. I think Oliver, I, I, Oliver should go home, right? Because... Yes. You have a, you know, if you got to block anybody, block the dude you just Oliver got there. Oliver better not make it to the damn finale. <laughs> like, I will be pissed if Oliver makes it to the finale. That's who, that's who, I, that's who, like, I think who, but honestly, like, I, I think you got to send Auntie Jen to the crib. Think it's time. Think it's time. What? Think it's time. Think it's Never. enough. Look, we talked about the, the hacking. We talked about everything that went down. No, we I just know. sent Tom to the but, crib. But Auntie Jen played a good game. Like, at least give her credit for playing the game. I don't. Dis- you know what I mean? I don't disagree with you, but I think his relationship with Sam and knowing, like, okay, Yeah, I Auntie think he's going to send home Auntie Jen. I think Auntie Jen is going to be sent home, but I agree with you. It, it should absolutely be Oliver. <laughs> Oliver did not earn a spot there at all. Mm-hmm. At all, and I'm mad that he did it. I want to take the chair that he broke and I want to throw it at him. Right. So with that, we got the we're at the finale. We're at the last episode of season five of the circle. Sent some people home. Sad. But ultimately, we gotta figure out who is gonna win this whole thing. With one more episode to go, Zach, who do you think is going to win season five of the circle? Ah. Uh. 
Um, it's not going to be Tamara and it's not going to be Oliver mm-hmm. and it's not going to be Auntie Jen. It's going to be one of the core three. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Sam. Okay. It's either going to be Chaz or Raven. Mm. Yeah. And I think I right it. now Chaz has the strongest chance of winning. I... He's been in the leaderboard week after week. He's always an influencer. Right. It's going to be a very predictable. Okay. Got it. Chaz wins. I think it's going to be Chaz. I, I said it. You know, you, know, you don't got to make a ton of friends. You just can't make enemies. Everybody loves Chaz. Sam loves Chaz. Raven loves Chaz. I think this is his competition to lose. Look, there's a lot of game left. There's a whole hour of television we haven't seen yet. Anything could happen, right? Chaz can send himself, Chaz can send himself mean, home. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, maybe I don't need this $100,000. You know, I'm already verified on Instagram. I can start selling, uh, you know, uh, do-rags and silk pajamas, you, you know? There you go. Use uh, Chaz the Circle for 30% off, you know? But I, th- I think he's got the best chance to win this game right now. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Zach, for another epic breakdown of The Circle, season five. I can't. I can't. We only got one episode left. I can't believe I it. No. It went by so fast. So fast. Zach, where can the people find you on the interwebs? Yes. Um, you can follow me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet and be sure to catch my recaps here on the Reality TV podcast. I do a recap of Real Housewives of Miami, and I'm going to be recapping The Traitors on Peacock with some of our favorite reality stars battling it out in a Scottish castle hosted by Ellen Cumming. He's hosting it. It's good. It's wild. Also, lots of twists and turns. So if anybody has Peacock, definitely tune into the Traders. Julia and I will be breaking that down, and it is going to be wild. Love to love to hear that. Thanks to everyone for listening. Coming up next, me and Zach talk to Brett and Zonthi. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends. Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And 1 
because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. Zach, we are blessed, truly and honestly, with our favorite circle team, our favorite circle catfish ever, in my opinion, Zet and Branthy. Zet and Branthy. I said, I did it again. See, I... I <laughs> they're one now. They're, they're one, one now, now Joe. They're one. That's how much. That's how much I care. That's how much I love them. You, you can just call it Jennifer, AKA Jennifer. Guys, yeah. how are you doing today? Great. Excited to be here. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having us, guys. You're literally our favorite team. I'm like every week telling Jomi they need to be number one. Like, I don't know why they haven't been ranked influencer yet in this entire game. I want my money to go to Auntie Jen. If I just had an extra 100K in my back pocket, I would send it just to Auntie Jen. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you to that when you become uh, a multimillionaire, okay? <laughs> okay, you could slide back into my DMs. <laughs> Team Auntie Jen forever. Team Auntie Jen forever. So the reason you guys got to be Auntie Jen is because you both got eliminated first. You're the first two people sent home. How did that feel like in the moment? You're just like, oh, I did all this and now I'm going home first. Or what was your initial thoughts? I mean, yeah, like I can give you like the politically correct answer, but I was fucking pissed. <laughs> like I was so like... I'm going to tell you right now that the goodbye message that I said and the goodbye message that ended up making the show were two uh, very different messages. Oh, no. <laughs> I was equally as pissed, oh, Brett. No. And Jomi, Jomi can, can testify. Yep. I was equally as upset. I was so mad that they sent you guys home. I thought it was very unfair. I was so confused by it, too, especially because, like, I didn't... My rating was, like, pretty good. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, three people want me blocked? What? Like, this doesn't add up at all. So I, I must have been just like extremely polarizing where I was either the top or the bottom of, of someone's list. See, it was like total opposite for myself where the final vote and the only vote from the influencer chats was me. So it was like, you know, you never know what to expect. We literally were judged off of first impressions. So it was such a bummer. It was such a bummer and it was so quick. But we came back and we came ready to play. So that's all we can be thankful for now. Well, we're glad you were given a second chance. What were your first thoughts about sharing a profile and living together? That must have been nuts. We got it was weird. We became bros right away. Like, yes, it was a shock, but I mean, it was definitely a shock. Let's say this, but we between the two of us, we had a good mix of brands for sure. For sure. Oh yeah, but I mean, like initial reaction, I was just so relieved. I also just like, didn't believe them. I don't know. I was like, bullshit. Like they're going to send me packing. Like, what is this? Like when they, like I'd gotten the alert that like we were coming back and I was like, what more do you guys want? Like you're already kicking, like what more can you do? Like, like I've been waiting all this time to do this. Um, and they're like, no, like this is a good thing. Like you're coming back. And I was like, yeah, until you take it away from me. Sure. No. Um, I I was, I was like, obviously it was extremely relieved. Uh, but then I also like had my moment of panic. I was like, Oh my God, like what does it make me live? Like, what if it's like Sam? 
or like, what if someone, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was like, like a super amount of relief when we got to go back in the game. So what was your initial impression of each other upon entering the circle? And then how do you guys feel like that changed as you had to actually live together? Ooh, Brett, do you want to start? <laughs> I was terrified as Anthony. I was like, oh my God, this girl's going to chew me up and spit me out. I, I, I think I called you the man eater. Like I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I labeled you as the man eater. Um, yeah, no, I, I was intimidated by Zanthi. And then obviously like guys think, I mean, I think you guys, you've watched the show and seen how things have progressed. It's only going to get a lot better, um, in the upcoming episodes, but I, I think it's, it's pretty obvious that we got a long off. Yeah. I saw Brett and at first I was like, okay, this could either go one or two ways. I'm going to love him or I'm going to absolutely hate him. <laughs> but regardless, right now we're living with each other. And honestly, no, I, I feel like it was such a great choice and I wouldn't have wanted to be anyone other than Brett where we are now. So we worked out, baby. We worked out. So you guys talk about it in, in the circle, but Xanthi, you're like the flirty gin and Brett is the tactical like all right here's what we're gonna do jen did you decide on these roles or is this something that you fell into based on your real life personalities i think it just kind of like organically happened honestly like i like i i knew from the start i was like I, i'm gonna really struggle to like sound like <laughs> no like, feminine bone in his body okay yeah. Not yeah. Feminine bone. I, i'm aware enough to know that like that's 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 okay yeah i mean i think it just kind of like you know, in the beginning, I mean, I wouldn't say that we butted heads in the beginning, but like it was definitely like a learning curve. And then like, we kind of like fell into like our groove of like, okay, like we, we know what each of our strong suits are and like, and it just ended up working out. Yeah. We're under, you know, it's a game. So it's a lot of pressure. We just got blocked and you know, we want our revenge a little bit. So we learned quick, like what we love about each other, what we don't really like about each other. Cause let's be real. You're not going to like everything, but I will say for the most part, we clicked really well on like, all right, I'm going to be the feminine side. I know how to talk like a woman. You understand the game in a whole different way. We put them together. There was auntie Jen. There we go. Yeah. And like another, like a big thing that you kind of like, um, that you, you like, you have to figure it out quickly is like when you're watching the show, like sometimes when your message gets in there is the difference of whether someone sides with you or not, when you're like in a group chat. So if you don't like work together and come up with a conclusion and you miss your, and like work, we decide to like bicker over something that could be a totally missed opportunity. And that could be the difference between someone rating you well, or someone rating you bad or someone being on your team or someone ganging up against you or, or whatever it may be. So it was kind of one of those things. It was like sink or swim. And we, we were able to swim. You were able to swim and not sink. I have a fun question for you guys. Right now on TikTok, the trend is to name your partner's biggest ick. What would you name as the biggest ick about each other after having to live together? Zanthi, we'll start with you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Zanthi, I'll let you go first. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I knew it right off the bat. I didn't even need to think about it. <laughs> Okay, my biggest ick with Brett is also one of the reasons why I love him the most. Brett does this thing where he thinks he can do any accent in the world. And he's so, <laughs> and so hilarious. What you guys did not see so far on the show, hopefully you get a little glimpse, but he does this accent every night. Every night, by the time we're like, 
all lined up, no sleep, you know, like ready for bed. He does this one accent and it's just hilarious and cringy at the same time. But that's my biggest thing, Brett's oh, accent. We, we got to hear it, Brett. We, we got to <laughs> hear it. He's, I, like, it's so hard to, I, I, I don't even think I can do it right now. Yes, like, it's can. like, I don't know. It's like one of those things. And my problem is, is that like all of my accents merge into one. Like, it doesn't yes. matter. Like, I can do like, like my Irish, my Italian, like my Southern, my like, like my Greek, my all, like they all just kind of like, I'll get like one word, my Canadian, like they all just kind of like merge into one. It's really bad. She's correct. It is really bad. Um, it's kind of one of those things that you have to be there. Um, I guess, I guess I'll go with, I'll go with my, um, and you guys are all, listen, I'm supposed to be like the cool, tough guy. Okay. So don't like turn this into a, like a sappy edit. All right. Um, I would say my biggest thing, it was like, like you'd have your moments of frustration with Xanthia, but she'd like force like in the moment, you're like, Santi, I don't want to do this. Like she'll make you do it though. Like you have to do it, but then like, she'll like make, like you're not getting out of it and you're not getting away from her. Um, but then I always like hindsight was like always very relieved with how she would make me do things that I was uncomfortable doing. But in hindsight, I was like happy that she did it. But in the moment I really, like if I had like a whipped cream pie, I like would have put it in your face. I'll <laughs> <laughs> flop, you know? <laughs> It's all from love, right? You know, no, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like in the moment, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this, Anthony, like at all. (laughs) But it was always like hindsight. She, she did always see like what was best for us, and ended up working out. Look, a good partner makes you uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like pushes your limits, and like that's what we were. We were partners till the end with Jennifer. So yeah, the comfort zone, right? Look, when Shuby left, he put you y'all real out the comfort zone made you the circle hacker. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, you, hey, listen, you went after Tamara. What was the decision making to go after Tamara? Why did you decide to go chat to Chaz as Sam? Like, how did that entire process happen? What were your emotions as it all snowballed into having to meet with Chaz and Sam and the whole ordeal? Like, what were your emotions going through the entire thing? Uh, I'm really glad you asked that because I would say one and frustration is like a little bit of like an intense word about this answer, but like there are definitely moments that I'm watching the show that they don't really explain why we did things. It's just like, Oh, Brett and Xanthi did this and there's really no explanation. I was like, well, that kind of sucks. They didn't explain like our whole strategy behind it, which is kind of key. Um, at the end of the day, like from day one, Chaz and, and Raven, like, like they were holding high influencer powers. And if one of them wasn't in, they were besties with each other. They were the strongest power doing that. Like they were, it was what it was. Right. And, and it didn't help that they were best friends. Like not only were they individually the most powerful and had the most influence, and everyone loved them. They also were working together. So I was like, we have to break that up. Like we have to, like, how, how do we break the most powerful relationship as well as the most powerful two individuals in there? So that was strategy of like why we chose them one. Right. And then two, we didn't want to waste the power because we we're like, all right, we, we got to use like, cause if you use it on someone that like, isn't that close, they're likely to hold back information. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we need to, we, we need to leverage like a strong relationship where like, they're not going to hold back. Right. Okay. Right. But I had to depend on Xanthony for Xanthi a lot for this for, as Jennifer. Cause I was like, I have no clue how I'm going to sound like Chaz or sound like Raven, like how, which way are we going to go with this? Like, I need you or, or which one do we use Sam? One of, one of those three. 
We but did. I, we did Chaz, right? We did Chaz, right? Yeah, I was like, I, I don't think I can sound like Chaz, but if you think you can pull off sounding like him, I think that we have like a good way of like going about this um, to really like blow things up. Like we need to, we need to really blow things sky high here. And look, everyone and anyone would get offended. You're like hacking their profiles. So yeah. that came also into play. Like, who's more, who's more less likely to not punch us in the face? If they find out we get like we're the hackers, okay. So you know, we tried to make it obvious that we weren't really trying to hurt Chaz or Sam's game. We really wanted to get the point across that we wanted to mirror out. Um, so what happens with that, we'll have to see. But it was definitely, it was definitely something we had to really think about and put and like really see who do we want to piss off and who do we really not want to mess with at this point in the game. So and I, I believe if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Cynthia, I think at the time there was already so we like we had to scapegoat someone, right? And because we had already been forced to publicly say that we would get rid of Tamira, we're like, well, we don't want to piss off anyone else. We already have a public enemy, right? Like we already have a public enemy. So we have to put this on someone. And if we have to put it on someone to get someone out, we might as well get the person that is probably publicly gunning for us now at this point in time. Mm. You guys went big. Listen, we had balls in the circle, baby. (laughs) Hey, listen, there's not a second place. There's just a first place. And we're there to win. Right. Auntie Jen had serious balls. Because oh, in the game, baby. Because when it came when it came time uh, to pick between her and Tom, set Tom right down the river. <laughs> we we love our Candyman Tom. We do love our Candyman Tom. Like I, I wanna I wanted to ask what was the decision making behind that? Because in that moment, I'm watching, I'm like, man, that's not supposed to be your boy, that's supposed to be your dog. How can you do them like that? And while I do understand, like, you know, there's a there's an art to saving yourself, that's supposed Tom's supposed to be supposed to be one of you, man. You know, it, you know, like why would you why would you do them like that? Why would you do my boy Tom like that? I got tears in my eyes. Oh, so can't believe it. Broke I'm, our I'm assuming I'm assuming you mean the rating, right? Is that yeah. what you're asking about the rating? Yeah. All right. So this is another thing that they didn't really show on the show. Uh, but I'm gonna give you like a little insider access. I was Ask Dante. I was pretty damn accurate when I was running the numbers every time of who would come in what position. Well, exactly. Let's, let's start with this. Brett and I, Brett and I, before we get into strategy, this was one of the times that, you know, we were going back and forth on it where we had yeah. two different views on it. I'll let Brett explain where he was coming from. Yeah. Obviously, we want to keep Tom in, but at the end of the day, only one person wins that cash prize and we can't both win it. So, I was putting us first. Xanthi was having a heartbreak over Tom. Um, <laughs> of course, like I love Tom and I wanted to keep Tom around. But as I, what I would do is I would run the numbers each time, hypothetically, how I thought everyone would vote. And based on a number system, I could very, easy, very, very accurately forecast with a deviation of one of who would be rated what. And I kept running the numbers and I was like, if we don't put Tom dead last, we're not making it to the next round. Right. It's, it's not, it's not happening. We are not making it. It's the, it, that was our, it, the alternation of one vote of whether Tom was blessed or not. That one vote was whether we were going to make it and it was slim and we did. So I, I don't regret it because it works, but that, that was exactly why we'd done that. 
Yeah, it was it was really tough because in the circle, you want to think with your head. You really want to think with your head. But when it comes to your alliances, it's hard not to think with your heart. So for me, I had a struggle, you know, as Xanthi, I would never throw my boy Tom in the in the rough. But then <laughs> I was like, Brett had it. Brett had it right. Like it was us or Tom. And but it was a struggle. It was a little back and forth for a while. <laughs> I was able to convince Xanthi. I told her we would take Tom to a really nice steak dinner if we want. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, if we do this to our poor Tom, there needs to be some type yeah. of reward for the poor guy because yeah. that's the biggest heartbreak or whatever. Oh, and we loved Tom too. It was Tom and Auntie Jen that were my two faves. But Brett, were you confident coming into the game given that you had experience on Big Brother? So that like strategic brain was already kind of in there for you. And what strategies do you feel like you helped that you gained from Big Brother that you brought into the circle? Man, um, the one, the number one strategy, and this is like what people forget, and it's, it's so bizarre. It's the weirdest thing. You'll never understand until you're in the game. And I know from the outside looking in, you're like, it's so obvious what you should do. It's so obvious what you do. But when you're in there, it's not, I promise you, it's not obvious. And when you come up with an idea, you're like, they're like, for example, the hacker thing, you're like, they're going to know, like, they're going to know. And every time, like you come up with something, you're like, this is so crazy that it might work. And then you do something and it works. And you're like, holy shit, how did that work? But then you'll do something obvious and it doesn't work. So all I can tell you is, as long as there is, and I mean 1% plausible deniability that you can, you can deny that you did it as well as get away with it. You got to throw the shit against the wall and see if it's going to stick. You have to go for it because you're in there to play the game. You never know what's going to work, but you, it, as long as it's an ounce. And even though like there were so many times and it was like, you were like, it's so obvious. We're not going to get away with it. I was like, well, I'd rather not get away with it and lose than not try anything. So that's so the should be strategy. You have to try. The should be strategy. Go big or go home. <laughs> you have to try. You never yeah. know what's going to work. Honestly, it was to that point. It was that point in the game. You just got to do it all. Yeah. So did you feel like you got lucky then, Zanthi, having someone like Brett who was so competitive and, you know, had that strategic brain that maybe you weren't able to, to apply because you were operating more from the heart and would have saved Tom? Yes, yes. Brett definitely saved our butts a few times with his strategy for sure because you like you you definitely need a balance, but when it's a game and you're and you have a prize to win and you have strategy to think of literally with every single move that you do, you definitely need that one side of the team that's going to like put you back in check and like remind yeah. you you're here. And like I do want to emphasize too that like like Zandy said like it's a balance. Like it's not just like there is a, like for lack of a better, like there's like a bedside manner to it. that like, if people don't love you, like it's easy for them to chop you. So I think like the nice balance was like, Zandy had that love where like people, like, she, like people fell in love with Aunt Jen. So it made it hard for them to be like, well, we don't want Aunt Jen to go. We don't want Aunt Jen. And there is a balance of strategy where like, if you're just cutthroat the whole time, it's very easy for people to also be cutthroat to you and get rid of you. So that's the perfect example that like, you do need both of them. But oh my God, the manipulation on Jen had, I was shocked with the <laughs> Jen was a strong player. Yeah. Oh Listen, we came out with the kitty claws. We were like, ready <laughs> okay, I do have a theory. And Joe and I have discussed this theory 
numerous times throughout the game. And that is my theory, my Marvin theory, okay? I believe that Marvin was a bit more of a mastermind than he led on to believe and that he was intentionally going to come into the into the game to use his flirting skills to get him to the end. Obviously, we know that blew up in his face. Do you think he's really just weak with the ladies or do you think that there was a little more strategically implemented there? I think being one with the ladies as a man takes a lot of strategy in general. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Marvin, I think, I think both were a part of his personality a little bit. I think he's a smart guy. He knows his way around the ladies. I think he genuinely loves the ladies. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I think it came out more as he got more comfortable. Let's say that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, you have to play your strengths, right? And like Marvin, Marvin's strength was with the ladies. And he was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to lean into this one as much as possible, which honestly, at the end of the day, that's what I did on big brother. I, I had like six relationships <laughs> on big brother. It was great. I had like six girlfriends. Don't, don't allow his head to get bigger, please. Oh my. Okay. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> oh, hey, I didn't deny it. Tristan denied it. <laughs> they got Tristan on video though. That's different. He's lying. Listen, they got that man on camera. <laughs> oh, Do you guys think Raven and Marvin will, will last outside of the circle? Oh my God. No, Raven and Marvin are so done. Raven knows she's a queen, honey. Once you dip out of the pot, you are out, sweetie. That is it. And Raven knows that very well. Period. <laughs> That's right. So who do you think so far? So we're up to episode 12. We're like right at the finale, right at the end. Who do you think has played the best game in the circle so far? Outside of you guys. Outside of you guys. Who do you think has played the best game in the circle so far? Oh, man. We're going to have... This is... This, this is, is where Dan and I really, really had our final, our final debate here. Um, you know, there, there's two different ways to go about this, right? Uh, and it, it's very similar with Big Brother where there's people that played the game well and you respect the game, right? And then there are people... There's jury management is really what it comes down to is your voters. Like, yeah, you might have gotten farther, but like how many people, how badly did you piss off the people that are going to vote, right? Obviously, these people don't know who Auntie Jen is. They don't know that it's two people that came back. So they're assuming Auntie Jen's a whole new, it's a whole different way of jury management. But I personally had felt that Chaz had played like a lights out game. But at the end of the day, I mean, Chaz did block Santee. So there's a bit of jury management here. Um, as, as, as like, listen, I was also bitter as well with Raven, you know, like Raven blocked me. Like I I was, I was bitter. Like I was like, anyone that put those three people that put my name up there, I was like, my sole purpose in this game is to get you out now. Like, that's all I cared about. Um, so I mean that, that was just, that was my opinion. I I felt like Chaz, like really just dominated the whole time. The way he's the smooth talker, man, you gotta be careful around that guy. He has a good, Chaz was very well-spoken. Chaz was very well-spoken throughout the whole game. And, you know, I had moments where I felt it was like, okay, I see what he's doing, but I also see that he's playing a game. I really thought Sam killed it. So I think Sam came out as the underdog a little bit and people were like, oh, that's just Sam, this girl from New York, loud, proud and whatever. No, she knew what she was doing. OK, her strategy, even when she was herself, she still had gameplay. I think people, you know, underestimated Sam a little bit. And when it came down to show that you had some strategy and you've been thinking about the game, 
and all the twists and turns the circle has to give you. Sam pulled through and Sam was like, I got brains and I got a mouth and I got beauty and I got everything. So Sam was like a triple threat, I think, thought the whole game and it hit us like, like crazy. So kudos to freaking Sam. No, I love that. Because I mean, me and Zach have been going back and forth. I've been, you know, not not to say Team Chaz, but I've been like, he's clearly the strongest player. I can absolutely see him walking away with the with the money at the end of the day. But in the last episode we did, we were like, Sam, Sam impressed us. Sam really gave us a little something. So right. I love those answers. Those are interesting answers. Look, you know, the finale is is next week, like we said. Really excited to see what happens. Zach, you got anything else for him? Well, I guess back to my Marvin flirty strategy. Was flirting part of your strategy at all? And who would you guys have seen based off of the profiles that you had? Who would you have liked to have slide into your DMs? <laughs> Do you mean like, like as individuals or as, as, as Jennifer? Jennifer? As Jennifer. Or as individuals, if there was a crush. I mean, Zanthi, did you have a little crush on Marvin yourself? Were you hoping to get in on the menage a trois? No. <laughs> no, I could look at Marvin and I could tell right away that he loved a ladies' man. And look, I love my man a little bit more laid back and chill. Brett, I think, I think if I went in as myself, Brett would have definitely been um the guy I went for other than Bruno because they you know they have a little bit of a mummy's boy vibe <laughs> a little wrapped around my finger energy <laughs> uh, so we like we kind of played that card with Tom and he would but Tom was just a good sport you know like at the end of the day like we, we got him into his candy cane uh, candy underwear and you know we w- listen Auntie Jen was down for whatever we were cool on so, so someone if someone came sliding in we, we rolled any way you wanted us to roll. We were there to play. DTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you exactly. didn't have one, Brett, you didn't have one man crush on the show. You wouldn't have slid in their DMs. Not one. As Auntie Jen? As Auntie Jen, other than Tom? I felt like we, did we not do that? Um, no, we flirted. Tom was our main man. You wouldn't have one other choice. Well, the, well, the problem was, is, I mean, Marvin was taken by two women already. That, that had trouble. That had trouble written all over it. <laughs> and then I don't think I don't think we knew. God, sometimes I just forget. I don't think we knew that Chaz was gay at the time, did we? No, we didn't. Or did, did he come out later with it? He came out later, and not to the group. He came out to Sam, I believe, and then was more open about it as time yeah. went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably Chaz. Um, I loved Chaz, and like I said, he was just he was smooth. He was he was a smooth devil, man. I'll tell you, he was a sweet talker. For sure. Absolutely. Brett, Xanthi, thank you so much for joining us. Look, we can't wait to see what happens in the finale. Good luck. Hope to see you guys hoisting the trophy. I don't know if there's a circle trophy. Hope to see you guys <laughs> getting the money. Thank you again for joining us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much to Brett and Xanthi for speaking with me and Zach. And thank you so much to Zach for recapping these episodes with me. Thank you to our producers, Sasha Mack and Chelsea Stark-Jones. Check back into the Ringer Reality TV podcast next Wednesday, where we will be discussing the season finale of The Circle Season 5 and keep up with everything going on in the Ringer Reality TV podcast feed right now. The great Johnny Bananas is recapping Season 38 of The Challenge. Rachel Lindsay is covering everything on the Real Housewives drama and more from Bravo on Fridays. And we're keeping it on the streamers on It Was All a Stream. See you next week for the finale. 
circle and chat. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.